How to maximize your email marketing opens and clicks. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I wanna help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So email marketing is, um, if you're not already doing it, an amazing way to generate um, online revenue in a digital marketing business. Because despite the fact that email is sort of old school by today's standards with all the new social media platforms and everything else, the fact is it's easy once you get it going. It's continuous and it can be really lucrative because even with lower open rates, even with lower click rates, the fact is people do click on affiliate links, people do buy products online, and they do buy through email. And so one of the benefits when you have an email list that you can market to is you can send messages every day or sometimes multiple times a day depending on what market you're in, what your relationship is with the list and everything else. And you don't even need your own products because you can promote affiliate products. You can promote products that other people have made and you get paid commissions every time somebody buys. And so it's um, in the insider's world in digital marketing for the last like decade, 15 years, everybody's known what an amazing revenue opportunity it is. And in fact, a lot of digital product creators make more money from their email list than they do from selling their own products. Um, I know a bunch of people that are in that particular situation. So, um, so there's tremendous potential. But the flip side of it is things are changing a lot in the online world. You know, um, all of the providers, service providers are trying to protect us from unwanted messages, from spam, from inbox overload and all these other things. And so um, because of that, a lot of new rules, a lot of new regulations and a lot of new um, systems have been put in place to make it more and more difficult to market to people, even people that have consented to get your message, let alone spam or things where you're not supposed to be sending it. And so if you aren't careful and you don't do all the steps right, it can absolutely fail on you. And, um, and I'm a perfect testament to that. Um, and that's the very reason I'm creating this episode for you because what happened to me is I was doing my email marketing the way that I've always done it. And I had a pretty decent sized list and it's all buyers of my software. So they're 100% legitimate. I was able to send all of them and those kinds of things. They've all consented to get messages from me. So um, I was mailing and mailing and I would promote my partner's products and things like that. And it was a very reliable source for me to be able to generate income and be able to generate clicks and sales every single day, regardless of what else was going on. And then, um, you know, there are times where things would, would lag a little bit and you don't know whether it's the products that you're promoting aren't as good or there's some issues with the list or maybe the algorithms that the internet service providers are using to detect spam or changing or whatever. But it, it sort of was like an ocean, right? It was waves. Sometimes it would go up and down, up and down. But overall, it was pretty consistent. And then just about overnight, almost literally overnight, um, my email completely ground to a halt. Uh, one of the services that I use literally paused my account and didn't let me send messages anymore. 
And the interesting thing about it is when I checked my reputation metrics and all that, everything was, it was 99%. Everything was really good. They even admitted it was really good, but they had gotten a message from some internet service provider. They wouldn't share who, and they wouldn't share what the message was that basically said, you know, we're concerned about this. So they literally shut me down without any notice. So I was scrambling around and I was trying to figure out what I could do to uh, fix the problem. And so I went to a couple of other services. I, you know, used the same list and I had set up the same domains and all the other things. And I just could not get the open rates and the click rates to get back to even close to normal. I was able to send again, but I was at like 10 to 15% of what I was at. So I knew something was drastically wrong and I just couldn't figure out what it was. But I also knew how important it was for me to fix it. So I went through this entire process of learning everything about email marketing. And it took me a couple of months to figure it out and resolve it. But coming out the backside of it, now that I know what I know, I was actually able to not only get all of my emails back, but I actually have them performing at a higher level than they were before. So in some ways it ended up being a blessing in disguise. I also know what to look for in terms of things that are warning signs for potential problems in the future. And those are the things I wanna share with you right now to either help you fix a problem if you have it, to help you optimize and get the maximum amount of uh, opens and clicks you can get, and also to prevent you from running into problems in the future. So the first step in this whole thing is to list your domains with Google Postmaster Tools. So no matter what you're doing, no matter who you're sending through, what service you're using, you always have to link it to a domain. So whether you use MailChimp or you know, GetResponse or Constant Contact or Aweber or any of these other services, they always ask you, you know, you need your own domain name that you're gonna send from. So whatever that domain name is, you wanna to go to Google Postmaster Tools. You can just look it up, you can do a search. It'll come right up and it's a free tool. And basically um, what it does is it allows you to list your domains and then Google will, will rate you on a variety of different um, criteria. The IP address uh, reputation, the domain name reputation, the spam rate, and all of these other things. And so what it does is it gives you a really great look because while Google is not the only internet service provider, right, they're one of the biggest. So you know that if people are, whatever they think, other people are gonna to think too. So that's the first thing to do is list all your domains. And then it takes a little bit of time before the data starts to flow. So it might be a few days before you can get any actual data, but if you're actively sending emails through these domains, no matter what service you're using to send it, you will start to get data in the Postmaster tools. And again, it's all free. After you've done that, the next thing you want to do is you want to check using deliverability tools. Okay, what this is going to do, these, these steps here, these first couple of steps, are going to help you check for existing problems, and they're also going to help you establish a baseline so you understand what your normal amounts of clicks. Like, I could give you open and click rates that I get, but they might not apply to you because the industry I'm in is different, the products I sell are different, my relationship with the list is different, so you need to find out what it is for you and then you adjust based on that, right? And so basically, um, as general rules though, 20% on an open rate is, I think, average. If you can get it up to 40, that's great. 
Um, there's a little bit of a little bit of funny numbers in that because on mobile devices it counts as an open if they even look at it. So even if they didn't read it, it might count it as an open. So the opens are a little inflated. For click rate, five percent is considered amazing. Okay, one percent is kind of low, but two uh, percent is average. So a two percent click through rate, five percent is fantastic if you could get to it. And so um, you know, and ten percent obviously is amazing. So whatever, whatever you can get to there. So as general rules, but again, you have to do it for your industry, your list and everything else. And so the first thing is to list your stuff with Google Postmaster Tools, your domains. The second thing is to check your emails that you're currently sending using deliverability tools. There are a number of free tools out there that are awesome. And I'm only gonna list a couple, but you can do searches and you can find a lot more of these. The first one is MX Toolbox, MX Toolbox, all one word. It has a variety of tools built in, but the two most important tools that you can use that are free are the blacklist checker and the, um, and the domain reputation checker, okay, or email health, I believe it's called. All you do is put in your IP address or you put in your domain name and it will tell you if you're listed on any of the blacklists. Okay, so blacklists are basically um, collections, they're databases of email addresses and IP addresses, email domains and IP addresses that are sending spam. So once you get hit on any of the blacklists, all of the internet service providers are gonna draw from that and they're all gonna ding your emails. So a bunch of your emails are never gonna hit the inbox of the people you're trying to send to if you're on any blacklists. So you always wanna check your domains against the blacklist. If you know your IP addresses, you can check those too, but the domains are the most important thing for that. The other thing that you can do, uh, and email health is going to tell you about um, the various domain name records, the DNS records that you need for your domain and what is set up. So it's going to let you know whether or not it's likely that your emails are going to get through. Um, the next tool that you want to use is Mail Tester. I believe it's just Mail-Tester, but you can again do a search for it. It's a free tool and what it allows you to do is copy an email address that it creates and then when you're going to send your emails, you send one to that email address first. Then you go back to it and click on check my score. And it will receive your email and it will analyze it for everything from content to the header fields, to the domain names that it's sent from, to the IP addresses. And it will tell you what your score is on a rating of zero to 10. Now, some of these tools are very sophisticated. They tell you a ton of stats. I'm trying to keep it simple and give you tools that you don't need to be technical to understand. This is a zero to 10. So it's pretty easy to figure it out. It'll tell you whether you're likely to inbox or not. And it will tell you what the problems are. So if you send it and it says, oh, you got a five, it'll show you in red what the issues are. Oh, you're listed on a blacklist. Oh, this IP address is listed on a blacklist, whatever. But that way you can get a sense of whether or not your emails are likely to get delivered the way that they are. And then the third thing that you can do, just is again, just to establish your baseline and to check initially for problems, is to compare your stats versus your historic stats. This is a really telling feature. Now, there's a natural degradation in email. So as you start to send messages, what will happen is any list you have will start at a really high open and click rate because people are hearing from you, whatever. Then people will start to unsubscribe. People will start to ignore your messages. The opens and clicks will gradually decline. That's very, very normal. 
okay? A few unsubscribes every day. All of that stuff is very normal behavior. But if you see anything, particularly if you have multiple lists like I did, where I was getting two to you know two percent click rates and you know 30 40 percent open rates and all of a sudden it goes down to nine percent open and 0.4 percent click rate on all of my lists I know there's a problem because it a shouldn't be that sudden where it's like um, literally almost overnight and B it shouldn't be a pattern so the two things that you look for there is not just one email that you send that the opens are less. Maybe that your your headline wasn't good, right? You just never know. Maybe it was a beautiful day outside, so nobody was inside checking their emails. What you want to look for is trends and patterns. If you see that for weeks and weeks you were getting, you know, 25% opens and 5% clicks, and now for the last like five days in a row, you've been getting 8% opens and half a percent clicks, there's a problem. Something went wrong. You're on a blacklist. Something went wrong there. An IP, um, ISP shut you down or some kind of thing like that. And so those are the things you want to look for. You want to just compare versus your historic stats. And when you do that, those three things are going to give you a baseline. Now, if all that's healthy, if you're not in any blacklists, if um, you're, the male tester comes back like it's good, you know, you're 8, 9, or 10, um, your opens and, and, you know, your stats all look good. And in Postmaster Tools, after you've been sending for a few days, um, the ones you want to check there are your IP reputation. You want to check your domain reputation, your spam rate. If all of those look good and you're a medium or a high on all that, then your baseline is, is pretty good. And that's what you want to go off of. That's the, the standard that you want to always be able to hit. If any of that stuff is bad, it can all be fixed. It can all be improved, and you're going to be able to do that. Um, one thing to note is, and this is really important in terms of diagnosing where the problem is, in the Postmaster Tools and in the MX Toolbox, if you're listed on any blacklists, right, um, or if the IP reputation is listed, IP reputation, not domain name reputation, is listed as red or bad in Google Postmaster, that is the sending domain that the emails are coming from, not the domain name you have. So for example, let's say I have a domain called mydomain.com. And that's where the when people get it in their inbox, it shows it's from. But I'm using a third-party service. When they're sending it out, they're not sending it through my IP address of my domain. They're sending it through their own. If that gets marked red, what it means is, the, the email sending service you're using has the problem. This is a really important distinction because it isn't anything you need to change about your domain. Instead, what you need to do is you need to change who you're sending through. And on the next episode, I'm going to share with you the ways that you're going to actually, now that you have a baseline, and you have a way to diagnose like where you currently are and whether or not you have a problem. I'm going to share with you the steps that you need to follow to fix it, to optimize your email opens and clicks and actually multiply your opens and clicks and keep them higher than maybe you've ever had them when you do the right things. And so it's really important to understand where you are, what your baseline stats are, and what diagnostic tools to use in order to check that. And if you check these a couple times a week, that's all you need to do. You're going to always be on top of your email marketing, so you're not going to run into what I did when they just shut me off overnight and I wasn't aware of it. 
And again, on the next episode, I'm going to go through and I'm going to share with you all the five ways to optimize and fix so you get maximum email opens and clicks. But for right now, go ahead, get your diagnostics, make sure that you're aware of where you are with your email marketing, and we'll take care of the rest of it next time. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.